Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Olivia Mentor. And we're live from Olivia's living room dining room. (laughs) Yeah, live from Philadelphia. Here we are. This episode is brought to you by Tell Me Lies, a new TV show based on the novel of the same name by Carol Lovering. We'll tell you more about it later in the episode, but Tell Me Lies is streaming now on Hulu. I guess I'll just tell you my high. It's that I'm in Philly. (laughs) We're going right into highs. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just don't want to bury the lead. I'm really excited. We said when we started podcasting together that we were going to every other month come to each other's cities to record in person. And I think that's gotten away from us a little. Not because of bad intent, just because of travel schedules. But I think we've done a better job at prioritizing it than I would have maybe anticipated. Oh, really? Oh, no, I was dead set. I th- I meant every other month. <laughs> well, I mean, I did too, but I feel like I know rationally just from having many friends where you're like, yeah, we're going to see each other really soon. And then, you know, it inevitably falls apart. But I think it's still been good. Yeah, it's been good. So this is the second time that I've come to record. So last time I came on a Sunday and we hung out on Olivia's patio and then we went to dinner and then we recorded on the Monday. And so today I came on a Friday and we're recording on Friday and then I'm staying until like four tomorrow and I'm demanding to be taken on a Philly day. I want to go to bookstores. I want to go to like cute coffee lunch places. Like I want to see... I want to see your world. Like, you are Aladdin. (laughs) I am Jasmine. Perfect. I have a a loop. I'm going to take Becca on the usual neighborhood loop I go through. All my favorite stores, my favorite bookstores. There might be some tacos involved. Can't wait. Favorite sandwiches. Yeah, I thought about actually doing like a little bingo card. You check (gasps) off the places, but I didn't have time. So cute. My life is chaos. I feel like if you do that next time, our listeners would die. They would love that. I... It feels so silly because it's like such a, it's just literally my neighborhood. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll create one if anyone wants to come visit. Oh my God, I love that. Tell me your high and why isn't it that I'm here in Philly? Okay, well, that is an obvious high, but I was trying to think of a high that I could talk about that's like different than what I've been usually talking about. It, it is a high that you're here though, to be clear. But I had a breakthrough in therapy recently I'm always talking about therapy, but this specific thing I feel like is really changing the game for me. So I was reading this book. It's the Reclaiming Body Trust book. And in it, one of the authors talks a lot about getting to know the edges of yourself and knowing where you stop and other people begin. I've been thinking about this a lot lately in terms of not letting other people's bullshit, for lack of a better word, and issues kind of overflow into how I view myself, how I feel about things, how I feel about myself, and like being really clear about that line of like, okay, this is me, this is my thing, and that's their thing. I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly, but I I don't know. I found the concept really helpful in moving through the world. So that's kind of my high. I'm glad for you. Thank you. What's your low? I don't have one. We're recording two episodes at the same time. Transparently, we also recorded last week's episode while I'm in Philly. So I don't have two things to complain about. I only had one. Okay. I was struggled to find a low, but I guess I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my low, which is that for some reason last night, I've been trying to avoid watching TV on weeknights, but I gave into it last night. And what did I decide to watch in my evening? Oh, yeah. I forgot that you weren't supposed to be watching TV at all, which makes this so much worse. I don't know. Like, Queen Elizabeth died, and then it was like the news was everywhere, and I was distracted from work, and I didn't feel like thinking. And I was like, let's watch TV, and let's watch a movie on TV, which is roughly 90 minutes of commercials. And that movie was 2004's White Chicks. And let me tell you. Why did you choose this? Was it because it has like a lot of nostalgic value for you? or I, I, Well, actually, part of it is because, as everyone knows, I'm obsessed with the Boy Meets World podcast. Yes. And I don't know if you know this, but Maitland Ward, who played Rachel in the college era mm-hmm. of Boy Meets World, is in White Chicks. And that's why you watched it? I don't know. I was like, oh... I was thinking about it. It was there. By the way, Maitland Ward is now a porn star. I don't know if you knew this. No. Yeah, she's... Yeah. Yeah. Any, I'll let you Google. Anyway, so I turned it on, and it was the scene where they're all singing in the car. Oh, it was on TV. Yes. This wasn't something that you no, saw this out. Was, that I you, did not. You weren't like, you know what I need to no. soothe the Queen Elizabeth-sized no. hole in my heart? 
white chicks. It's, it's a problematic series of events. But yeah, no, it was just on. I clicked on it. And then I just left it on the TV. And let me tell you, it has aged poorly. It has aged way worse than you think it has aged. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised, but I don't know. And also, Busy Phillips is in it. Forgot about oh, that. Oh, I think I knew that. It's alarming on just a variety of levels. I so don't. Is it your low that you broke your goal, or is it your low that you had to sit through 2004's White Chicks? It's both. A compound low. It's it's a compound low, and just don't recommend it. So, yeah. Well, let's get you back up, because today we're talking about one of your favorite topics, fall. 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 Just fall. <laughs> it's fall. Jake came downstairs when you were in the bathroom, and he was like, what are you recording about? And I was like, fall. And he just like kind of looked at me, and he was like, oh, okay. Uh, when people are like, what's the podcast about? I'm like, well, books, but also... Whatever we watch. Just anything that strikes our fancy. Fall. So let's take a quick ad break and then we'll talk about fall. So Olivia, I went and got my annual physical this week, which I love going to the doctor. It feels really good to to just like check that off my list. But do you want to know how I booked my appointment? I do. ZocDoc. Seriously, ZocDoc takes all the pain points out of making a doctor's appointment. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them with absolutely zero waiting on hold with a receptionist. It's funny that you went to an appointment this week that you booked through ZocDoc because I did as well. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I did yesterday. I wrote this ad and I was like, oh, well, I don't... I have something to talk about here. Yes, I went yesterday. Me too. Um, Do you think we were there at the same time? I was there at 1040. I was there at 315. Okay, no. But, you know, same day, within a few hours. But the great thing around ZocDoc is you can find pretty much any kind of specialist that you're looking for. Whether you need a teeth cleaning, you have a weird ache in your back, you need to get that mole checked out. I was at the dermatologist yesterday, personally. Or anything else. Their mobile app is as easy as ordering an Uber or getting takeout delivered. You can book yourself a doctor's appointment with just a few taps. Seriously, I can't overstate this. ZocDoc is such a savior for me because I have such crummy insurance. There are just very few people who take it. And I can't even tell you how many hours of research and phone calls ZocDoc has saved me. And I love that I can read reviews on doctors so that I can make sure I'm getting the right doctor and not just the first one that takes my insurance. And I love that I can see a doctor's full appointment calendar so I can pick a time that works for me instead of just the next available. Also, just a personal aside, ZocDoc makes it very easy to reschedule appointments without having to talk to someone, which I love because I'm the queen of rescheduling. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that's right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and we're two of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com BOP and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash B-O-P. ZocDoc.com slash B-O-P. Becca, yeah. what is your favorite season? It's not fall. <laughs> I shouldn't have answered this first. And that's the episode, everyone. <laughs> Bye. See you next week. You can week. leave now, Becca. <laughs> I would say it's spring. I think that there's... So it's definitely one of those middle weather seasons. Mm. Like, I would say fall is my second favorite. But I think it's spring because there's something really wonderful after having been trapped inside and being cold and like it getting dark so early that it starts getting better versus with fall. I feel like there's the feeling of this is great. It's going to get worse. <laughs> so I prefer spring. There are a lot of things I like about fall and I feel like I'm at my peak productivity in fall. Also, I feel like for me, because my birthday is September 1st, fall is the beginning of my personal calendar for the mm. year. So it feels very clean slatey to me where it's like, okay, it was my birthday. It's a new year for me. <laughs> like I operate on the school. I operate on the school calendar. Okay. Well, my birthday's in March. So I kind of have like the flip side of that with mm -hmm. spring. I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. So I, I put this question in the outline, assuming that your favorite season is fall. Is I, that true? 
I think so. I think I think I would say confidently yes. Kind of for a similar reason that you love spring. Like I love the first like bit of relief from a long, hot, endlessly sweaty summer that comes with fall. And I think it's mostly because I never experienced it growing up in Florida. I just feel like it's so crisp and refreshing. I love that first day when you when you can open up all the windows. Kind of like spring. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. So fall is the season that I most associate with you. I've got to know, are you still in the All Things Fall Facebook group? Oh, I am. Yes. All Things Fall and Halloween. I've um, I've actually been in it a little bit more recently because I'm trying to make a TikTok to About share them. AFA with the masses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, AFA being? Yes. All for fall and Halloween AFA. Yes. It's... Uh... <laughs> I think this sounds like a professional association. (laughs) In a way, it is. It's unhinged. For those that don't know, this is a Facebook group. Uh, You can find it. I believe it has, I want to say, like more than 200,000 members. And it's just, it's year round. Although it picks up, I would say, around first week of August. People Mm -hmm, start putting mm -hmm. the decorations out. People just love all things fall and Halloween. And so do I. So I'm sitting here in your house. Yes. And I'm wondering... Do you decorate for fall? Have we just not gotten there yet? Or do you, are you not a fall decorator? You're just like a connoisseur of other people's decorations in the AFA Facebook group. I am a decorator. I like more outdoor fall decorating. Mm. So I love just like a smattering of mums. I love pumpkins. I'll sometimes put mini pumpkins up and down the stairs inside, mostly candles. There are a lot of candles in my home. Yeah, I really like your candlesticks. It's like they're colorful candlesticks but they're also like really drippy and like it's a very vibey I like it a lot oh thanks I've gotten really into tapered candles lately I haven't um, but maybe I will it brings coziness to like a new level when you put on a movie you pour a glass of wine and then you light like a tapered candle it's like I'm in Beauty and the Beast but they're not scented candles right no they're not scented although I do have scented candles as well yeah I just like I like the fall colors I like all of it do you ever decorate at all no I only do Christmas okay that's that's I'm more of an indoor Christmas decorator for sure. I don't feel like this is the right venue to say this, but like, I think spooky season is a little cheesy. Sure. Did you see that meme recently where it's like, I move that we stop using the word spooky season. It's giving doggo. It's giving like adulting. So I think I said spooky season in reference to a book you read maybe last episode. And I heard myself say it and I was like, oh, you sound old, Olivia. So I get it. I like the season of fall. I just, I, I'm not like going right. ham. Yeah. I have a couple basic bitch fall tendencies, but. Please share. I love leaf peeping. Oh, I mean, it's the best. I love leaf peeping. I love going somewhere where there's great foliage and then commenting on that foliage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Taking pictures of the foliage. Like mm-hmm. I'm a real slut for foliage. Yeah. I, too, am a foliage slut. So, I mean, if, if that's if that makes me a basic fall bitch, count me in. I, I think it makes you a human being. Yeah, I with agree. With feelings. If anyone was like, I don't care about the leaves turning colors, I would be like serial killer. We, Maybe. Last year, so Rachel, my uh, co-creator from Rom-Com Pods and like one of my best friends, her birthday is October 16th. Mm-hmm. Very nice. fall birthday. And so we, we went upstate last year. Uh, she rented a house with like five friends in Kingston. And we were driving up the Hudson River Parkway, which is this like two lane, very quaint highway. There was so much foliage. And I was like, I'm in all too well. <laughs> That's what it Before yes. we had the 10 minute version. Like yes. I was just like, oh. Getting lost upstate. Yeah. Like I yeah. am in this and I was like I am vibing so hard right now it's it's an entire like sensory experience that's what's great about fall so speaking of going upstate do you have any fall trips planned or do you have any like recommended fall trips we are going upstate actually for a weekend in November oh you're gonna miss foliage season it'll still be kind of foliagey I don't know. We'll see. Two years ago, which actually this is a full circle moment because if anyone's been here a while, when I was a guest on Bad on Paper, we did an episode on fall and I was in a cabin in Maine and this was like probably earlier mid-October. So it was like peak fall. 
And that was a lovely, lovely fall experience. Where are you going upstate? Tannersville. Oh, I've never heard of it. There's this inn there that I've always wanted to stay. They allow dogs, so we're going to bring Winnie. They have a really cozy looking bar with a fireplace. And that's really all I need in this life. Okay. There's a glass of wine, a nice chair, a fireplace, and leaves. I love that. And a book. Do you have any other recommended fall getaways that you're not partaking in this year or? I don't think so. You know, I love a very late summer, very early fall beach trip. Mm. I think that can be a really nice, cozy vibe. And I am going to the Outer Banks in a couple of weeks, so that should be nice. Yeah, I don't know. What about you? So you're the leaf peeping slut expert. (laughs) Sorry, that sounded like such an insult. It's okay. (laughs) So this year for Rachel's birthday, we're renting a house in Hudson, nice. which I've never been to. So we're going to go up there. I do really recommend Kingston and Rhinebeck. And I specifically recommend getting a buffalo chicken wrap at Rhinebeck Bagels, which I tell to everyone as if it is like the number one tourist attraction. It's this like cash only bagel place that like only has tables outside. And I'm like, you gotta go. <laughs> I, it's on my list. We were upstate a couple weekends ago and I was like, should I... Make a detour for the buffalo chicken oh, wrap. We're we're making detours on the way there and back for them. I oh have God, already okay. demanded. I'm I'm gonna when we go to Tannersville, I'm gonna go through Rhinebeck and stop. Rhinebeck, the town of Rhinebeck is also very cute. They have a great bookstore. They have some like very nice like fancy tchotchke shops. They have some not so nice tchotchke I shops. I feel like every town in that area is just like Paul money. Rudd's candy store. Paul, what? Yeah, Paul Rudd. And Jeffrey D. Morgan, or is that a different? Yeah, and well, no, I I think it's his wife. Oh, Hillary Burton. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a normal person own a candy store in Rhinebeck. Say no more. I'm there. So that's really delightful. Oh, you know what I did last year that we're trying to do again this year, and I don't know if it'll work out. We went to Salem in Massachusetts. When did you go? Because I did this two years Halloween ago too. Weekend. Okay, I went the weekend before, and I've. Yeah. It was it was a lot. So. My friend Kyle's birthday is the day before Halloween. Mm. Last year was his 35th, and he, like, demanded that we celebrate him. And so we did this, like, huge fall weekend in Massachusetts. We went to this terrible winery in Western Mass that was, like, fruit wine. We stayed at the Encore Casino, which is very bizarre. It's, like, this actual Vegas casino in Everett in Massachusetts. But anyway, he wanted to go to Salem. It was kind of a nightmare. We took an Uber there, so we didn't have to worry about parking. It was a zoo. Like, the, yeah. the streets were closed. It was a zoo. We ended up eating at this great restaurant on the harbor. I think it might be Finn's. I can't remember the name of it. The food was super good. And then we went on this boat cruise, which was the most chaotic experience <laughs> of my life. Was it, like, a haunted thing? Yeah, it was supposed to be a haunted Amazing. boat cruise. It this boat cruise had everything. Like this boat cruise was, was dreamed up, yeah, by okay. Stefan from SNL. <laughs> we we like got on. I had no idea what to expect. It, it was this like older woman named Anne who like had all these like spirit Halloween costumes that she kept changing out of for every story. Anne is probably making bank. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was a guy named Steak doing face painting downstairs. There was oh, a tarot wow. card reader. There was a bar. There was a full drunk rugby team, which I think was specific to ours, but okay. you know. And then the only food they had was clam chowder. It was <laughs> so oddly specific. I love, was this like an impulse? No, we bought the thing? tickets. Okay. We bought the tickets because my event. friends have gone on it. I'll, I'll ask them and we can put the link in the show notes if it has a website or the information for it at least. My friends have done this twice before. Oh, wow. Like, they're very into this. I wish I had something like that to do when we went to Salem because, one, first of all, this was October 2020, so different world. Oh, okay. So I'm, like, walking around in, like, my jack-o'-lantern face mask, and it's packed. I mean... So packed. So packed. And um, this is, you know, 2020. Parking, nightmare. Yeah. We went to see, you know, the memorial or whatever for the... Almost said for the witches. Yeah. But they weren't. It was, like, witch trials. Oh, with that, Yeah. But then I was like, well, I guess we go. <laughs> I don't know. So I wish I had the it cruise. It was so chaotic. We had so much fun. And then afterwards, there was like a pop-up beer garden on oh, the nice. harbor that was so nice. It was a blast. I would love to do that exact day again. Like, I think it's it might be the magic was just that one time thing. <laughs> but we had so much fun. The boat cruise was also really nice. It was beautiful. It was oh. lovely weather. 
And that's really nice. It was really pretty. You like drove past a lot of homes that were like mm. very stately and stories were fine. They were not <laughs> as scary as she thought they and were. <laughs> I, uh, I went on a uh, ghost tour of Philly with Ooh. my friends once. Very fun. The other place that I'm interested in doing a trip to that I've never been to is I sent you last night this TikTok that I mm. saw about the best hotels upstate. And one of them is Troutbeck, which I have not been to. It looks very cozy and apparently has a great. phenomenal food and beverage program. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm it now sounds I'm like definitely... you didn't watch this TikTok, even though you said, <laughs> OK, I'm down. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I I thought it was just like oh here's a place that's upstate and I was like yeah say no more. Well, but now I, I now you don't know I the found specifics. Something I usually do watch the TikToks or something. Oh man! But I think it should say more that I was just willing to blindly go. I guess so. <laughs> to be fair, you did describe what it was, so I didn't need to watch it. I just said if we want to go on a cold weather podcast trip, we could go to Troutbeck. Like Troutbeck could be a prison camp. Oh, like well, you wouldn't have known. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think you were suggesting we go to a prison camp, although it would make a good recap episode after. <laughs> but no, in the in the video frame it said upstate or something. <laughs> I'll go anywhere. Well, Olivia, I see how much you value this friendship and celebrating our podcast co-hosting journey. I'm so sorry. Well, let's take a quick ad break. I am so excited about today's sponsor. I want to tell you about Tell Me Lies, a new TV show on Hulu based on Carola Lovering's 2018 novel. Emma Roberts is an executive producer. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that this is a podcast favorite book. Grace, Olivia, and I all loved it. And I'm really excited to see it come to screen and even more excited because the series does not disappoint. I was basically yelling at my TV as I watched the first three episodes because I was that invested. Tell Me Lies follows the tumultuous relationship as it unfolds over the course of eight years. When Lucy Albright, played by Grace Van Patten, and Stephen DeMarco, played by Jackson White, meet in college, their relationship quickly evolves into an addictive entanglement that alters not only their own lives, but the lives of those around them. It's a cautionary tale about a woman whose life gets completely derailed when she loses herself in an unhealthy relationship. The series is so infuriating, but also so addictive because I think most of us have a Steven in our past, that person that you like way more than they like you. I mean, Steven takes it to an extreme level with his gaslighting, but I found this series to be unfortunately relatable, unfortunately for me. And I honestly think they were specifically targeting me with this show because it takes place in 2007, 2008, and the clothes, the music, the phones were taking me right back to my college years. Actually, seeing all those details from those years, which was when I was about 15, 16, the Ugg boots, the ankle-high Ugg boots, I was upset. Anyway, I loved seeing those little details, and I cannot wait to watch more of the show personally. I definitely have had a few relationships is a generous word, but experiences in my past that reminded me of some aspects of the show as well. Tell Me Lies is streaming now on Hulu. You are not going to want to miss this. I feel like this is going to be the show that all your friends are going to be talking about this fall. Check out Tell Me Lies on Hulu and let us know what you think. Can we just talk about what everyone wants us to talk about? Yeah. Fall candles. Like, Let's. Somebody asked me in an Instagram Q&A, they were like, are you going to talk about fall candles? And I was like, well, not a whole episode, but we will. And I got so many responses to this as if I had like had a great personal milestone and it wasn't just like, yeah, we're going to talk about fall candles. I trust me. I understand people are passionate about it. I guess my first question, do you have any new fall candle wrecks? Please hold bath and body works. Just sent me some and there is one that I liked. I'm going to go get it from the candle drawer. I'm back. I think bath and body works candles are too strong for Becca. (laughs) So they have a really artificial smell. That is cloying to me, for the most part. Yeah. I want to smell these, though. Okay. Um, so I really like like vanilla. Okay. I don't love vanilla candles. You will not like it, but 
That one smells like cookie dough, basically. So this one is called Hometown Sugar Cookies. <laughs> it smells good. It smells, it doesn't smell too artificial. It smells oh, nice. like what it says it is. It smells like sugar cookies. This smells like a body spray that I would have loved in middle school. <laughs> I don't think I would want this burning in my living room, but I feel like you could burn it in the kitchen and like really dupe people into oh, thinking really? you were baking cookies. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I always like like the cozy vanilla like cookie smells to be in the living room because they make me feel very like doesn't make you hungry. Cozy. But in the kitchen, I want like lemon or something. Oh, it doesn't make you hungry. Um, no. Okay. Um, Give me the other one. This one is autumn chai. This is another new one. I will say I do struggle with the cinnamon and clove-ish scents. I mm. find those do give me a headache. This was, you can smell it. This one is like what I like in fall scents, which is like a, a kind of cozy, vanilla-y sort of food-ish smell, but then with a spicy little twist to it. So again, it doesn't smell too artificial. So maybe oh, Path and Body Works like reformulated their candles since the last one I tried. Because you used to love... I still do love leaves, but it leaves. is intense. It's very intense. And I smelled it. Grace and I both ordered it. I ordered it for both of us. And I'm pretty sure we threw it out immediately. Like I was like, get this away from me. I don't think I'm this as is, bougie as... <laughs> this is nice. It smells like the mall at the holidays to me. I like that smell. Yeah, it's not a bad smell. Okay, so... Can you play, like, Candle Matchmaker for me? Sure. For Bath and Body Works? Yeah. So I like... So my two favorite fall candles that I like... Mm-hmm. I really like Brooklyn Candle Company, which is a little... Montana Forest. Sorry, I'm looking at that local. one. It says Montana Forest. Yeah. So I like this brand called Brooklyn Candle Company. In New York, at least, they do sell in Whole Foods, which is really convenient. And I like one that is apple cider. That's the name of the candle. And then I like this other one that's called Montana Forest, which is like very piney, woodsy. Do you have anything in the Bath and Body Works cabinet that might suit my interests? So I've only received, I just got my fall shipment from Bath and Body Works this week. And I only had probably six new candles. And those There's are nothing probably. Apple-y? No, I mean, leaves is apple Can I smell leaves again and see if they reformulate it and it doesn't smell like headache anymore? Sure. I will get it. Hold on. Let me see if I have it. Oh, actually, I think I have a small one. Well, that's what I was wondering, because these are all three-wick. Do the three-wick ones smell less like headache than the tiny ones? Yes. In my opinion. Three-wick is very intense. <laughs> She's, she looks concerned. Can I ha- do a three-wick of this? Yeah, let me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is the sales associate here at Bat on Paper where she's trying to match make me with candles, which she didn't agree to do. I'm just the demanding customer. Three-wick is the same. It's just so much more intense. I disagree. Oh, interesting. I disagree. I don't know about once you burn it. So I'm smelling the three-wick, the, the three-wick of leaves, and this smells nice to me like this smells subtle and nice i also think these candles really depend on the space in which you burn them if you burn them in a really closed space or you don't have a window open or something it can be too intense for people i think the single wick no smell it did you smell it yeah and then compare it to that the single wick candle smells vile smells the same to me no but this one's you you thought the three wicks smell better yes hmm Interesting. What is the other one that you brought me from the stock room? Oh, it's white pumpkin. It's a very popular scent of theirs. So I just thought I'd bring it. It doesn't really smell like much. Oh, really? I tried to bring you the more subtle ones. I don't think I like it, but it doesn't really smell like much. <laughs> I think the Bath and Body Works three-wick candles are just, if you don't like a more intense smell, then it's probably just not going to be for you. I would rather be overwhelmed by a smell than not smell a smell. So your two new faves that you're bringing are Autumn Chai and Hometown Sugar Cookies from Bath and Body Works. And then what are your OG ones? I love leaves. Yep. Flannel is a good one, but flannel has to be burned in an open air space. I cannot, my home is too small to burn it in because it's so strong. It's very cloying. But I like all of those. Lakeside Morning is good, but it has a kind of a flannel vibe as well. Mm-hmm. So it's all about like the setting, the mood. Oh, there's one we've been burning 
Actually, you might like this. Hold on. It's apple. I don't know. You might not. Oh, you won't. It smells like caramel apple. But I like it when it's burning. That's from last year. Sure don't. <laughs> this is caramel apple or wicked apple. I, re- we, I really like it, though. It smells like um, a caramel apple. It does. Uh, I don't know if they have it this year, but yeah. I also like... I, I really like the Lilabo Santal candle. Have you ever smelled that? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's just very, like, sexy. Yeah. It's I, like I can't imagine how much it costs. I went into Lilabo in London. Mm. I feel like they're 60 bucks or so. And for some reason, I have expressed that I like these. And people keep giving them to me as gifts. And so I have a backlog of them in my apartment. So that's nice. But Grace's number one tip is that there is an indiscernible dupe for it and it's the maison louis marie number four candle that they sell at sephora Hmm. and that one's only 30 dollars versus i think the lilabo one is 60 or 70 which to me is like a gift candle price point where you're like i want to give you something nice i don't know what you would like specifically like sometimes i i feel like as a gifter i either know exactly what i want to get somebody and i have like a very specific and personal gift or I'm like, oh, fuck. And so I just need to get them something nice that they'll like yeah. know that I care. But like, and that's where I feel like the diptyque or like the little Labo candle comes in. I do think though, and I've had diptyque candles because of like my past beauty editor life or whatever. I think there's a certain price point where there's no difference. People will say there is, but I just think it's kind of psychological. I do too, but I think that the scents are special. So it's like, if you could find a dupe for that, I don't think the quality of the candle is any better. Mm -hmm. So it like, I don't know what the right dupe is, but I feel like Bayes is like a very unique scent. Right. I'm sure there is a dupe for it. Mm -hmm. I see this and I'm very on the outline. Your next point, I need to know more. I have some intel. I have some candle intel. That Hotel Lobby Candle Company, which is Lindsay Silverman's candle brand, which I love her I have one burning right now the original is that the original it's like the spa like one Mm, yep the original one is my if my house had a signature scent it would be the original one like it's a little floral it's pretty light it smells nice it's not overpowering I love that candle I love all of her candles I don't think she's done a single bad I like certain things more than others but I don't think any of them are bad honestly so they're releasing a fall candle at the end of September. Hmm. Last night she was, I need to get this to you. When are you recording this episode? And I was like, tomorrow. And she's like, I would <laughs> give this to you, but I literally only have one sample to my name. Um, do you know what? I do, but I can't tell you. It's not my news to break, mm. but it's coming at the end of September. And do you want to know the crazy thing? Yes. I so fully trust Lindsay's taste and like what she's created so far they're like I don't even need to smell this to know that I'm gonna love this wow I mean I like pretty much all fall candles so do you have any other non-bath and body works candle faves or have they really locked up your I have so many bath and body works candles that I can't of sound mind and body purchase more although I did write a story for Huff Huff Post as I believe what it's known as these days about the most luxurious looking candles from Target. And there are some winners in there. Let me tell you, they just look like they would smell incredible. So I highly suggest checking out Target because sometimes for me, actually, I have this business idea. I mean, you don't watch my TikToks. I don't know if I'm going to like go into business with you a second time. It's not a business idea. So I am really picky about packaging Mm -hmm. and God bless Bath and Body Works. I love them. I'm literally going to their headquarters in like three days. They're the best team. But I don't like a lot of cutesy details. Like I want a plain color, Mm -hmm. an anonymous Mm -hmm. jar. Because it's decor too. Right. Exactly. Actually, you can see I ordered, see the gray like thing to the right of that green candle. Yeah. So I tried to find on Etsy, like basically a candle holder that's like really plain, really minimalist for the three wick candles. I tried to measure it and I couldn't find anything that was the right size. So you want a candle koozie. A candle koozie. Yes. Oh my God. My eyes just lit up. Is this our business venture? Candle koozies? I, because Bath and Body Works sells candle holders, but they're like even more over the top cutesy, mm. which some people love that. I'm, I'm in AFA. I'm in the Facebook group. But 
For those who want the aroma of a Bath and Body Works candle or another candle, any other candle, but want to have a neutral outside environment koozie. I actually think that's a brilliant business idea. I would I would go into business with you. Okay. Thank you. You know what? All of my college friends are obsessed with this Yankee candle. I think mm. it's more of a Christmas one. It's the Yankee candle balsam and cedar. I That is my favorite scent of all time. There's nothing that is cozier to me than that. And I also, that is, I think, a fall-winter transition I candle. I love a pine candle. Oh, I love so a pine candle. That's my Montana forest. So good. Oh, my gosh. I have to try that one. I'll send you. I'll send you my two favorite fall candles, and I will be curious how they stack sure up I'll for you. Them. I'm sure I'll love them. What about blankets? I'm pro blankets. <laughs> no, it's not a pro or con thing. It's like, do you have a recommendation? I, I love blankets. Sure. I, I, th- th- this wasn't the question. <laughs> okay. Th- my point is that I, okay. Grace sent me her chappy wrap when she did yeah. that collaboration. I cannot tell you. I have never been more like, first of all, no offense. They don't look very cozy. I thought I was going to hate it because I have a weird Same. textural issue with fleece. Mm. It like makes my skin crawl in like a way I can't explain. I'm with like, you. Like Old Navy performance fleece. Like it, my, in my personal hell, I'm just like wearing an Old Navy performance <laughs> fleece all the time. Well, that is what the material of Chappie Wraps looked like. It, it does. It does not look cozy. And so Grace sent me this thing and I was like, that's so nice of her. I cannot believe how expensive this is. And I tried it and I was like, oh, I get it. It's so nice. I my, And so now oh I gosh, have this so nice. orange striped blanket that I'm obsessed with. It doesn't match anything in my apartment. <laughs> I have the green and white one, but which kind of I have a green chair. My parents just moved into their new house. I bought them one as a housewarming gift, different pattern. And I know they were like, please don't buy us this expensive blanket. But I also know they're going to love it. Oh, yeah. It really is so good. Do you it, have any blanket thoughts? Oh, so I love the chappy wrap way more than I thought. And it's it's less hot than other blankets. It's the perfect weight. Yeah. That's what it is. But it also is cozy. Yeah, even though exactly. it doesn't look it. So I do like the chappy wrap. I am also... Do not say barefoot such dreams. Such a basic bitch. The barefoot dreams, I think they're better than the other unbranded dupes of it. I kind of wonder that blanket that Winnie's laying on over there, it has like a barefoot dreams. Well, that's like a kind fur of- blanket. It's not like the... Barefoot dreams. Is it? I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about barefoot dreams. I can't even think of how to describe that texture. So I think that other knockoff ones, because you can get them at Target or Walmart or wherever, are great until you wash them. Yes. And I think then they become not as good. Mm -hmm. And the barefoot dreams one, you can wash and it stays as good as when you first take it out of the packaging okay maybe we'll have to like review this you know we and that an one's really where warm. we just re- review hyped things oh i would actually like that that sounds very expensive though to put on it's a business expense it is a business expense honestly we're gonna do that <laughs> yeah in october it. yeah that'd be fun okay so listener oh, I can't wait if you have a hyped thing that you don't know if it's worth the hype Tell us and we'll buy or it. Or a thing you see influencers okay. with all the time, like a chappy wrap. The one thing you can't say, because it it is worth the hype and it will break my heart because I don't have anywhere to put it. It can't. You can't say the nugget ice maker. <laughs> I want a nugget ice maker so badly I and I have, have no counter space for it. That will be when I move and I have like a kitchen big enough for a nugget ice maker, I will know that I made it. It would bring me a lot of comfort, too, I think. Iced coffee with nugget ice. Okay, so... Oh, well, you're an iced coffee fiend, so... So am I, but you more so than yeah. me. So it can't be that, but other things that don't take up kitchen counter space. Oh, I'm excited about this. Me, too. Also, you can't say the Dyson vacuum because I'm not buying a Dyson vacuum. That's too expensive. I I have a lot of thoughts on vacuums, actually, but that's, that's for another time. I'm excited about this episode. Yeah, I think it's going to be We've good. really derailed. <laughs> Talk to me about fall movies or TV shows. Do you have like any annual things that you're like, it's not fall until I see Hocus Pocus? Yes. I not a Hocus Pocus fan. Sure. I probably will watch the new one just Oh, absolutely. I'm a Halloween Town fan. It's specific. I don't know what that is. Is that a oh horror movie? It's a Disney Channel original movie. Oh. With Debbie Reynolds, among others. Debbie Ryan? No, Debbie Reynolds. Okay. She's dead. Sure. Um, <laughs> it came out like probably early 2000s, late 90s. 
it's about a, a teenage girl who discovers she's from a family of witches. There's this place called Halloween Town. So this is not Escape to Witch Mountain? No. I actually bought a sweatshirt that is Halloween Town themed that is on its way as we speak. Wow. <laughs> anyway, Halloween Town and Practical Magic, love. Practical Magic encompasses what I love about fall. That sort of homey, cozy, just safe feeling. But also there's like murder in that. I want to rewatch Gilmore Girls. I see it on your list. And, you know, I watched it and everyone always posts it around fall. One more before you talk about Gilmore Girls. You've got mail, obviously. Oh, yeah. I don't have a ton to say about Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls is highly nostalgic for me. I was the same age as Rory in the show. So I definitely grew up with it. Like, I was also raised by a single mother. I, like, I feel a great kinship with that show. I haven't rewatched it in a few years, and I keep saying I'm going to from the beginning. And I don't know if this fall is the fall that I do it because I kind of want to like throw myself into research stuff for my next book. And so, which Gilmore Girls is not a reference for. <laughs> so I don't know, but it Gilmore Girls always gives me cozy fall vibes. Yeah, it. I just see all the like the Stars Hollow town, just mm-hmm. that quaint. That's what I love about fall. Just that that feeling of being in a. There are two other things that I have not watched recently, but give me very strong fall vibes. First one is the movie Mermaids with Cher. I almost watched this last night. Oh, wow. I've never seen that. This was my favorite movie when I was a kid. It was one of those movies that was so deeply inappropriate for a child, (laughs) but I watched. Did it come out in the 80s? Because I feel like that was like early 90s. I was like every movie in that era. It wasn't for kids. I just was obsessed with it. It, It's Christina Ricci's first movie. She's like six in it. Okay. And Winona Ryder's in it. And they're Cher's children. It's set in the 50s or 60s. And Cher is a single mom. She's like man-eater, always has a new boyfriend. One of the scenes, the the titular scene, that sounded dirty. Titular. (laughs) The titular scene, they go to a Halloween party and Cher dresses like a mermaid. This movie is so wrapped up in my childhood. So that it has a big Halloween scene that always reminds me. And the other one, which is really sad, so I'm not positive that I truly recommend this, is have you ever seen Autumn in New York? Yes. Yes. Richard Gere, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I have. I rented it from Blockbuster. I have a vivid memory of being like, well, what did I, I mean, do that's another myself? fall movie. That's very depressing. Are you into more sad fall movies than scary? You're not a scary person. No, I'm not a scary person. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Sad Girl Fall. Okay, Sad Girl Fall. Well, yeah. Taylor Swift's new album. I mean, it's all coming together for, for So <laughs> I am going to be upstate in Hudson when it comes out. Oh my gosh. Okay, so when the red Taylor's version came out, I was in Asheville and the peak of fall and driving through the mountains with the leaves blowing around, listening to All Too Well 10 Minute Version, I literally ascended to a different level of being. Yeah, I mean, this is Ugh. coming out at midnight. I want to hold a seance, not a seance, but like seance vibes and like listen to this in the dark and I will... Oh my god. A lot of candles. Wear blue eyeshadow. Wear blue eyeshadow. Wear like a 70s kind of chunky knit. Yeah, like a lot of wine. I'm ready. Oh my gosh, incredible. What about fall reading? Are you like a are you a seasonal reader? Not really. Okay. Um I remember when you interviewed me for the um fall episode 2 years ago, I mentioned I was so nervous to talk about books because I don't know it's sort of intimidating to be like I like this I don't know if anyone else will like it but there is this book I really love called City of the Lost by Kelly Armstrong some people messaged me and said they read it because of that episode and loved it but it's kind of my ideal fall book which is it's a thriller it's a little spooky it's kind of slightly dystopian I don't know yeah it's in a cold weather environment it's about a town where people disappear hmm. basically go to disappear okay I also have a few books I'm planning on reading, but can't recommend them just yet. Okay. What about you? I'm not a... The only thing I'm a seasonal reader for is Christmas. I do like a witch book year-round. I... It's never a bad time for a witch book. I do like witch books a lot. Last year, I read The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling, which is a spicy witch romance. And I know the second book in that series comes out this year. Oh, maybe I'll read that. I It's uh, like cheesy, but fun. 
Okay. So there's that. And that's like newness, like that's coming out this year. And then I always like, I love the Discovery of Witches series. I feel like I recommend that so much by Deborah Harkness. Probably one of my two favorite book series ever is the Magicians series by Lev Grossman. And so it's a good choice. That's giving not Halloween, but it's giving witches. And then I just think A Special Place for Women by Laura Hankin is such a great cultural commentary. Oh, you know, I've never read this. But she's really lovely on Instagram. I feel like the statute of limitations has expired on this twist. Like, I'm not going to tell you Mm. what the specific twist is, but there is a spooky twist. Oh, okay. I'll read that. Also, I have to say, I have this social experiment going on where we have a mini free library on my street. Mm -hmm. And I'm contributing to it fairly frequently. And I always note which books go really fast and which linger and I put the XX because I read it last year and I had it around and I was like oh I'll pass this along it was gone literally within 12 hours wow yeah so it was it won fastest picked up by strangers okay what about fall food are you a fall food person do you kind of eat seasonally Olivia I don't know if you know this about me. Is it just buffalo chicken wraps which I would support oh no I mean that's year round there's no seasonal time for that I'm a soup fiend Oh, a soup fiend and a foliage slut. Yeah, I am a soup fiend. <laughs> you are in love with fall. Just admit it. <laughs> I love soup. I was so sad when the news broke that Hale and Hardy was closing. I used to work above a Hale and Hardy. I love soup. soup I love soup. So I'm very excited for soup weather. Okay. Soup is good. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to continue that. So I'm I just know, waiting. I, mean, I can list <laughs> soup. Is it? I can list types of soup that I like, but I, I pretty much like most types of soup. I, I I love soup too. I love doing a very apple cider vinegary chicken soup, and then you put a little bit of half and half in the chicken soup with the apple cider vinegar, the creaminess with the tanginess of the apple cider vinegar, and then you dip sourdough in that. It is like the most comforting combination you can like load it with veggies i think i just came (laughs) (laughs) this is literally gonna be fall episode x-rated this is our i think this is our most chaotic episode (laughs) together oh my god i (laughs) that sounds great that sounds great yeah it, it is um I am really excited. I, I've started this tradition, meaning I've done it once, of doing puzzles on Ooh. like a Sunday and having friends over and making knockoff Olive Garden Zupa Toscana. Oh, yum. So good. That sounds good. It's like the potato and sausage and kale one. Side note, have you seen the TikTok where he goes to Olive Garden and then he just doesn't tell him to stop with the cheese? <laughs> Honestly, if there was an Olive Garden accessible here, I would go in a heartbeat. Sounds so good. I'm really excited for soup weather. The other thing I'm really excited for is I'm kind of craving like a baked pasta dish, like Mm. stuffed shells. Chrissy Teigen has a great stuffed shells recipe. Really? Yeah. Is it in? I have No, it's online. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for fall food. I'm also excited for my apartment to be cool enough that I can use my oven. You know, I was actually considering baking this morning. So you'd arrive and it'd be like, oh, Olivia's just baking. (laughs) You don't have to like put on airs for me. (laughs) Well, I just, I always like to bake something when I have guests because it's, I don't know. I find it Instead I came and you were like, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) I was a little stressed. I also like didn't know what I was going to wear. And I was just like, what's happening? Everything's falling apart. Anyway, but then I was like, I shouldn't turn the oven on because it'll be too hot. Yeah. What about Halloween? Do you are you a, are you a costume person? I'm not. So the irony is that I really do like a theme party. Mm. I find Halloween too broad. Help. I find Halloween too broad and I would like more specific. a narrower theme than you can be anything. Okay. What's your dream theme party? Soup? <laughs> Everyone come as your favorite love... soup. I'm calling broccoli cheddar. Okay. Nobody can steal this idea from me. It's mine. I want to include it in something. I want to do it. I I am wary of talking about this idea. Okay. My dream theme party is a Guy Theory themed murder mystery party. 
uh, where there's only appetizer type foods. And everyone dresses up like Guy Fieri, and it's called Who's That Guy? And the, in the murder mystery clues, everyone gets assigned a different role, oh and you have to guess which Guy Fieri is the, Someone, the killer. Someone's going to take this first sitcom. Oh, I will be rip shit because, like, I need I mean, to we make. We have it on record. That I you know, came up with it's it mine. First. I need to make Trademark, a. TM. TM, mine. <laughs> Licking it. Um, I. Think it would be so funny in a rom com if you met the love of your life when you're both dressed like Guy Fieri. It would be great. It would be hilarious. Like that is a anchor scene. Psychologically, I'd also wonder what's happening there, just in terms of like. Well, you're at a Guy Fieri themed murder mystery party, (laughs) and you both are dressed as Guy Fieri, and you hit it off, and then you're like, "I'm at my least attractive." And this is like really funny because one of my best friends in college had such a big crush on this guy like the biggest no just a guy (laughs) okay i was like okay i get it okay she had the biggest crush on this guy who couldn't care less about her showed no interest until on halloween she was dressed as boy george and they hooked up and she was like what does this say (laughs) oh yeah see this is what i mean you have to kind of be like oh hmm so anyway, no, not a Halloween person. Big Guy Fieri murder mystery dinner person. It's a difference. Maybe for my 40th birthday. I'll be there. It would be fun. Like you would. You a very just, tall man with a spiky hair. It would hair be dude. so, like the clothing would be fun. The food yeah. would be fun. Oh, the food would be great. I like this. What about, what about you? Are, are you um, big on Halloween? I, despite the fact that I have a full-size corn costume. And, oh. um, no, I, I'm not a big costume person. I... No, not really. Are you, but you like Halloween, the holiday? I love Halloween. I love, So what do you do? You pass out candy? Yes. Oh, okay. What I do is the day of Halloween, I go to a Rite Aid. It's right by my house. I spend like $150 on full-size candy bars. Oh, so you like being that lady that is the good house. Yes. I have built up a reputation through COVID, through it all. I have maintained my status as the house of the full-size candy bars. And I absolutely love it. And our street is very cute for trick-or-treating. Oh, your, your neighborhood is so cute. Every time I drive, I was like in an Uber on the way here and I was like, am I moving to Philly? <laughs> I, I just had someone visit me last weekend and they were like, should I move to Philly? And then this whole week they've been sending me listings. I've been sending them listings. It's really just only a matter of time for everyone. But Philly on Halloween, trick-or-treating in my neighborhood, just absolutely prime. I get like a nice little pumpkin beer. I sit on my stoop. I eat Reese's by the handful and I thrive. I love this. I feel like we have given as much chaos to this topic of This is one of my favorite episodes. I think so too. (laughs) But we haven't done the we're trying things episode. Oh, that I think that might it might make me broke momentarily, but it'll be great. That on paper is paying. I mean, we won't pay ourselves that month and then we'll be like, oh, if you're a brand and you are looking to get an honest review of your product, but then also pay us for that. Let us know. (laughs) But it might be a bad review. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. What are you obsessed with right now? Other than all the things we just talked about. Okay. I have two that are both entertainment free things. Olivia's already side-eyeing there's a lot of words here yeah there are so the first one is this movie on netflix called look both ways with lily reinhardt the premise of the movie is she is about to graduate from college and she has this one night stand and she has a pregnancy scare and basically the movie splits into two it's like sliding doors and in one of them she is pregnant and has the baby and in the other it was a false alarm and she wasn't pregnant and she moves to la to pursue her career dream of being a professional cartoon animator. This movie, I thought it was so well done. I cried really hard during it. Oh, wow. It's not a sad movie. I cried really hard during it, which was a weird reaction for somebody who, like, doesn't want to have children. But I was like, it all worked out. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. I haven't heard much about this. I but I can see the like cover people, photo in my mind. I feel like other people are like, yeah, it's great for a bad movie. And I'm like, it's not a bad movie. <laughs> I loved it. Okay. I loved it. And I thought her career as being an animator, like working at like a Pixar type studio was a cool, interesting career that I hadn't seen portrayed yeah. in any other movie. That's awesome. So I highly recommend that. The second is a song. It's the song Breakfast by Dove Cameron. 
Have you heard it? Why are you making that face? I'm just this the parentheses. Oh. This is my hot girl walk fall anthem. This song like injects black glitter into my veins. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Like it is Taylor Swift rep era like okay. power anthem. Hmm. I'm going to have to put it on a workout We're going to listen. We're going to listen to it after okay. this. I'm going to make you. Great. What did you bring? My obsession is I caved to the pressure of the internet and I got the uh, Birkenstock Boston clogs in the suede. Um, I just literally was influenced by everyone. And let me tell you, it was like a hunt to find these things. I ended up buying them from They're REI. So online i was not sure they would fit me they're the most soft comfortable shoes i've ever put on my foot they i just wear them on my desk standing there they feel like they've been worn in by like a fisherman for years that sounds bad but it, in a good way so smelly and yeah there's no smell yet but they're i love them so i am very anti this trend <laughs> it feels very like hippie vermont grandmother to me yeah but that's what i'm going however for. I saw this pair that are fleece on the outside. Oh, oh. Are they Birken are they Birkenstock? Or are I don't they know. okay. They might be off. They might be like not Probably easier to find if they're not. And I was like, oh, these are cute. I have so, um, TBD. I support you. What are you reading? I started People Person by Candace Cardi Williams, who wrote Queenie. And so this is her second book, and it is about a a very mixed family. It's one father who has five children with four women, mixed in terms of like they live in different households, but also like mixed race and mm -hmm. all raised by different mothers, except for two who are biologically related. And it's like a very, he's a quirky guy. He's like a very absent father. And, you know, all the kids are kind of like different. And I think where it's going is one of the siblings kills her boyfriend by accident oh and then all this they're adults and all the siblings have to band together to cover it up i think huh so i think it's kind of like a how to get away with murder but like with a quirky british family what are you reading i finished two thrillers this week very different one is when we were bright and beautiful by jillian madoff madoff yeah i think this was recommended by jennifer weiner yes it, I think it would make a very good book club book if you're looking for a book club book out there because there's a lot to unpack. It's about a rich family in the Upper East Side. One of the sons is accused of sexual assault. It gets really dark and extremely twisted. Um, lots of twists and turns. I don't really know. Did you like it? I, I flew through it. it. It gave me a lot to think about, but it's really very disturbing. Uh, lots of trigger warnings. Um, but if you're looking for like a courtroom, fast paced sort of thriller that's like less murdery, I think you'd like it. Okay. Uh, and then I finished Jackal by Aaron E. Adams, which comes out October 4th. This was a thriller I was really looking forward to. The writing is very good, but it actually kind of surprised me because it borders on horror a little bit. It's very gory. Ooh. Yeah, but it's the first th thriller I've read in a long time that addressed race in a really interesting way and how that ties into crime and how society sort of views crimes against black women differently. And so it was a lot, <laughs> lots of trigger warnings as well, uh, but I thought the writing was really good. And if none of those appeal to you, I am so excited for Olivia to read our September book club book, which is Killers of a Certain Age by Deanna Rayborn. Um, it is about four female assassins who are all 60 years old, and it's told in dual timelines about how they got into the assassin biz. And in the present timeline, they're retiring from the assassin biz until they realize that somebody from the organization that they work for is targeting them to try to kill them. And it is such a romp. Like, it's a comedy thriller I don't know if it would even be called a thriller. So even if you're like, ah, this doesn't sound good to me, it's it's really funny. It has a lot to say about how we perceive women aging. And it surprised me. It was my most delightful recent reading experience. I'm looking forward to reading. 
And if you would like more of us, you can find us on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast. We have our Facebook group where we're always talking about books and more. You can also go there and, and suggest a product that we should review. Oh, yes, please do. And I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. And I'm on Instagram at Olivia Mentor. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Closet upstairs. Oh, my God. Last Bye. night. I'm sorry. This episode is really <laughs> something. Last night, I it was like 7 p.m. And I was like, God damn it. I wish I had thought to buy a corn costume in advance. And then I would just ring your doorbell in a corn costume. Okay, because that is so weird you say that. Because I did briefly entertain opening the door and wearing the corn costume. <laughs> if we both showed up to record in corn costumes i also was picturing I would myself actually be concerned for us i was also picturing myself like putting the corn costume out on the street and like jennifer weiner bikes by and i'm like <laughs> hi jen <laughs> i literally oh my gosh it's so funny